Welcome to the Alive Lauren podcast and the place of celebrating juicy, soulful living. This will be an interesting one. <laughs> I'm using different headsets, so I hope that this works. I did do a test and it sounded okay. I'm just not sure what's going to happen when the wind blows. I may have mentioned this the other day and, oh God, Lord knows I need refreshers and reminders and may go a little bit different I think um, a friend of mine was going in for like an exploratory procedure and um, yeah she just noticed that it kind of set things on a bit of a spiral for her in terms of like knowing knowing you know to stay centered and present you know the irony is like when we get booked in for like a medical procedure the thing is in any moment we actually don't know what's going to happen <laughs> but yet if we get booked in for a procedure all of a sudden there's this tendency to like worst case scenario so she noticed it and what was so interesting was like i was asking i just as i sent a message to ask her like how she was doing with what was coming through and alive in her and when she'd replied something about um I can't remember, there was something in a reply that just triggered such a strong visual for me of just allowing to be with what is and turning the listening and the connection in on ourselves. That it's not about, like, like when Mickey says that we have the sensitive person inside of us. And they're going to be that. It's not about getting rid of them. It's not about not feeling like anxiety or having waves of things based on human events that are going on. But it's that, are we getting lost in them? Are we suppressing them? Or are we just holding space to witness them? And I'm not reading this quote, so memory serves me. It's going to be my own sort of version. But I know we've spoken about it recently, the Rachel Naomi Remen quote about the most basic and powerful way to connect to another person is to listen is to and the, that listening is a very powerful way of connecting and that possibly our attention you know is, is the most sort of like healing thing we can give to one another and a well-intentioned silence can be often more healing and transformation and more connection than the well, most well-intentioned words and sort of came full circle because recently watching as it is in heaven which i'd mentioned as well like just this theme of listening was so powerful there without well-intentioned words it was literally just holding sacred space to witness and listen to someone and when my friend replied to me i got such a strong visual of turning that inside on ourselves to literally witness and listen just listen to that part that's freaking out and give it its opportunity like to feel what it needs to feel so it can finish and then it was like how when a rain like evaporates water evaporates to form a rain cloud you know it, it like builds and builds to a point where then there's enough weight and density that the droplets then fall but the thing is like a rain cloud doesn't rain forever it, it builds up and builds up and then there's a time that it rains and it subsides but like it needs to have the opportunity to rain and certain things have a time that they are naturally going to just have their process. And so much of the world that we live in constantly reminds us of that in terms of the seasons, in terms of growth cycles, in terms of, God, like pregnancy with nine months. There's things that they process and some things take a certain amount of time. It's just part of their like energetic nature. 
and to honor that and then because I had someone else was like part of a group and she was saying that she felt like so many people in the group were moving in a certain direction and getting a certain like feeling from the material and it was evoking like the complete opposite in her so she was feeling like this complete like oddball because it was triggering more challenging stuff for her and everyone else in the group seemed to be like really inspired and it's just so interesting this like tendency towards wanting the inspiration and veering away from the challenge but it's like <laughs> life is constantly this cycle and morphing between and this dance and it's more like this coexistence because it's often like through the tension and through the wow it, yeah it's this constant tension like when you think of an elastic band something only shoots forward because it was pulled back and like sometimes those times of turmoil and dissonance are part of like breaking through to clarity and ahas and oh just to shift to more of a place of embracing the whole process like there's no it's not about a right and wrong it's like when you have seasons and you have certain fruits that grow so like when she was feeling out of sorts so when you have summer you don't have citrus summer is not the season for citrus you know, summer is the season for like lychees and mangoes and, and when it's winter and they're not around, it doesn't make it wrong. It's just is what it is. And just embracing that whole flow and the move away from like this good or bad or just making more room for the whole picture. Aha. And then there was this insight of like when the challenging emotions come up. This, this like thing that came through of like with my friend with going into this procedure and all the challenging ones I really believe there's this tendency to feel like if the more challenging emotions are actually given the opportunity to fully express right like just to fully be felt that's what I mean fully be felt not to motivate action not to motivate a person to act from a place of when someone's feeling very anxious not that you're taking action but more I'm talking about actually just like really being witness like turning that listening inwards on ourselves to really listen to that scared nervous part of ourselves and let that emotion come out to its fullest and this almost like fear that if it was let out to actually be felt deeply that it would be so intense that it would overwhelm and I think it's actually the exact opposite if it was let out to actually be fully expressed then it would release, it would be like a rain cloud. It would be like when you release that pressure valve on like a pressure cooker. It wouldn't, it would actually like dissipate ironically because it's given space to breathe and express as opposed to being suppressed. Wow. So that was like just such a, yeah, that it's actually the opposite. That if we can be brave to breathe through the intensity of the emotion and actually just feel it just let it move through and be brave to what is it doing to our physicality to our breathing to our everything and know know that we can make it through and we'll get through to the other side ah oh, and that is actually the surest way of releasing it Oh my God. And then I remembered, um, it's like this thing of playing into somebody else's reality, like also back with the yes and with improv, where whatever somebody says is then taken as true, that if something is taken as true and it's challenging, it's just going to exacerbate and make everything worse. Like, can you reach solution? 
And the, the memory that came back to me, old movie, Patch Adams, where it's amazing. So he goes through like a really tough time and he books himself into like a mental hospital and he's in a room with another guy, I think Rudy. And Rudy, at one point, Rudy needs to go to the toilet, right? But Rudy sees these like crazy squirrels. So he's like, he's like on the bed, like, like bouncing on the bed, like really needing the loo, but he can't move. And like Patch is like, Rudy, what's the problem? And he's like, I need the toilet. So go to the toilet. No, I can't. They're these squirrels. And they are no squirrels, but the thing is that Patch, yes, and Rudy's reality. And here's the thing. The whole idea of actually the opposite, that when you play into the reality, it actually... Oh, so then Patch plays along with Rudy. Okay, they're, oh, they're these squirrels. And then he comes up with this thing about, like, using the bed as a... Like, putting it on its side as this wall against the squirrels. And there's a shield. And then creates this, like, bazooka. And they start shooting these squirrels. And slowly, like, Rudy's making his way to the bathroom. And as Rudy points out where one is, Patch is, like, shooting it. And then, like, eventually, like, Rudy actually makes it to the bathroom. Yay! And it was actually that by yes-anding Rudy's reality... <laughs> and allowing it to express there was a way through that to actually find the solution getting him to the toilet and it wasn't by denying or suppressing his reality it was actually going exactly with the flow of it ah so precious heart here really is to playing with this idea that actually think that the careful thing is not to be motivated to take action from a place of intense challenging emotion but it's more about allowing for the full feeling and witnessing and being that internal connected to ourselves giving ourselves connecting to ourselves listening feeling what is coming through so that it can and yes anding not yes butting but yes anding what's alive in us and that creatively actually that sometimes just going through with it and the flow and allowing it can actually be the key and may actually be the key to the dissipation as opposed to a fear of going with it actually being worse and also reminded me I know I've mentioned this several times with Chris DeVos with the hostage negotiations as well because with those guys as well you don't get anywhere with yes butting and actually you yes and by validating their reality as it is true for themselves, but it still doesn't mean that you're going to give in to their demands. But when there's a connection, oh my God, that it all starts, which comes back to Laura Markham, who is the most amazing, she's a child psychologist, but her work is like phenomenal. And just in terms of own personal inner child work and her foundational thing is for an adult to breathe and get grounded and then connect to your child. So also when we're going through extreme, like with these hostage negotiators, the first point is for the hostage negotiator to get grounded, rooted ourselves, to connect to the part that realizes we are witnessing this part of us that's in turmoil, we aren't it, and to connect to it, to connect to it like we would connect to somebody else by really deeply listening. And sometimes it's not about saying anything. It's just about watching and listening what's alive. And we can do that for ourselves. We can do that for other people. And to actually know that the tremendous power. And that, that is the starting point. That is the foundation to transformation. Because that is what happens. The way these hostage negotiators make progress is, first of all, by connecting legitimately, authentically to the hostage taker. Wow. But it doesn't mean that they 
giving in to their demands, but it's the starting point for making progress and for transformation and for wow. So happy adventuring, precious soul, until we meet again. Mm.